You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. This is Ken Vellante with the Something Rather Than Nothing podcast. And we have a great guest, uh, painter Gerald Von Sayak here, reaching him from Ohio. Hey, Gerald, uh, welcome to Something Rather Than Nothing. Hello, and thank you. Thank you, Ken, for having me on the show. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. We start with, uh, we start with, uh, with the origin question here of, uh, you know, you as an artist and ask all the guests that I have, um, just one, just wondering yes. when you were born, were you an artist? Yes, I think I was. I, I really do. I, um, um, I thought about this question and I thought about all the things that influenced me early on and all that stuff, but I can even think prior to those times when I felt drawn to, to do drawings or to do art or anything like that. Um, I still was thinking creatively. I guess you could argue that a lot of children think creatively naturally. You know, it's, it's um, you know, maybe I wasn't that special or anything like that. All kids probably think creatively. But I don't know. I was really like I was putting, you know, movies together in my head at a really early age. I was uh, absorbing music, um, just stuff I heard on the radio. And I had a really good imagination. Uh, I really think there was like, like I had no choice in the matter. I had, um, I wanted to be an artist um, eh, around like maybe age 10 or 11. Prior to that, I wanted to be an astronaut or an archaeologist. But even you think about that, there's that all of those kind of have that desire to explore. And so barring, you know, the immense amount of education that you need to be an astronaut and an archaeologist, I kind of threw that out because <laughs> I knew that I probably would do better in the arts and and um, not I wasn't too good at math and not too good at, at uh, all the other study things that you'd have to do to do those kind of job so it worked for me and so uh yeah i i can't think of a time when i didn't want to be an artist or a creative person yeah and i hear that um i hear that he's a good student but i think that's uh the artist report card when they're <laughs> a good student but <laughs> nope definitely i was a, a janitor no i'm kidding <laughs> No, I was um, actually I have been a janitor for a very long time. Like I did that for years. But no, when I was born, I think I was a pretty creative thinker um, early on. In fact, as far back as I can remember, uh, I was thinking about how perhaps being creative as a youth or like a, <laughs> a very, very young person kind of is typical of everyone. So I don't know if really that made me all that special at all. But um, I sure didn't veer away from that too much. It didn't like all through my life. I didn't decide, well, enough of that creative thinking. I'm going to go into medicine or something. Um, it just, nothing else swayed me ever. And so whether it was, um, coloring and coloring books or thinking about, you know, putting together my own movies in my head or just daydreaming a lot, which I heard a lot of that from my teachers, my report cards always had Gerald's a good student, but he's, uh, you know, needs to pay attention or, um, 
And, uh, you know, I had I had a lot of that kind of like he daydreams a lot. And so I was guilty of doing that. And so I, I really do think that my head was always in art as a, a young person and as an adolescent and a teen and all the way up to adulthood. Yeah. But when it, a couple questions I had before we get to some of the other uh, conceptual questions, um, I heard on uh, I heard on a recent interview with you about the the importance, the importance of a teacher um, when you were, you know, when you were in high school, I, uh, for my day job, I represent, uh, teachers and, you know, I'm very aware of the, uh, importance and influence they have. And, um, you know, I didn't develop in the arts when I was uh, younger. And, you know, I think, I think back all the time about, you know, the type of teachers you have and how they connect with, you know, your talents and see who you are. And I think you had that experience, um, with your, you know, mentor, uh, teacher, can you tell us a little bit about that and how important that was for you identifying as an artist? Extremely important. Yes, it was. Um, I th- I always say that that was kind of the spark that started it all. Um, I, it, prior to meeting this teacher in high school, um, and it was my high school art teacher, uh, Mr. Darrow. Uh, prior to meeting him, everything was kind of like a soup in my mind, kind of a vague. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know, you know, what exactly art was or what a career in art was. I just knew I liked it. I knew it was interesting. I knew I had some talent as far as drawing and uh, painting. But, I mean, I didn't know what to do with it. Uh, like, at the time, you know, it's a, uh, I'll give you a really fast uh, anecdote. Uh, really, and it kind of shows how fate can step in or, you know, if you, you know, um, you know, how God can step in and, um, and just kind of steer you in the right direction. The, um, uh, my choice when I went to uh, high school, when you go to high school, you can choose electives. And I had either the choice of, well, I had any choice. I could do Spanish, like foreign language. I could do biology. I could do art, computers. And at the time, like I liked art, but I just was like, well, I, I you know, I like computers too. So I chose uh, computers. And of course this was you know, uh, 1984, 85. So, I mean, computers were pretty basic at the time. And, um, but anyway, that's what I signed up to do. And, um, and had it not happened the way it happened, which was in the middle of summer, I got a phone call from the school that said that the computer class is full. And do you have a, do you have an alternate choice? And just right off the top of my head, I was like, uh, art. And I went to art. And if it, I don't think if that would have happened, who knows, you know, I might have been, I might be rich right now. <laughs> I would have been working for Apple, but, you know, I chose, but it's, I'm glad I didn't because I'm, I chose art and, um, and I, <laughs> I, <laughs> who knows, you know, I could have been, you know, oh my gosh, just to think about, you know, what was about to happen in 10 years. But, um, Anyway, I chose art, and I'm glad I did. And then it really, you might, I mean, I think maybe there was no choice, really. I, it, I was going to head that way anyway, uh, no matter what. I met Mr. Darrow, my art teacher, uh, who really was just, I mean, he was, I said before in the uh, interview that I was in prior to this, and I'll say it again, there's an old saying that goes, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And he appeared because I was ready. And, um, you know, I, I gave him all the questions that were in my head. I sorted out like, you know, what, 
you know, what this whole art thing was. I discovered that that's what I really wanted to do. It excited me. And I found out I was pretty good at it. Uh, and, and he was definitely somebody that didn't pull his punches. He was an, a teacher that wouldn't just shower you with praise constantly. In fact, he would always say like, okay, enough praise. Uh, you know, I'm not, you know, get back to work. And, um, you know, he, he helped me a lot. He was a huge uh, influence. And so I never, I've had others prior after that in college and stuff like that, but I think he, that was the turning point. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Gerald. And uh, thank you, Mr. Darrow. That's, uh, that's, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's just wonderful to, to hear that connection and, um, and to, to help you bring, bring you into, you know, what, what your talents are. I, uh, Gerald, I have a, the question I, I don't like to ask painters, but I have to rely on you uh, as 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 the painter up front. So um, anytime I interview painters, it's it's always a little bit weird, you know, kind of to talk about art because, you know, painting being so so visual and try to acquaint the uh, audience, um, you know, with 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 your art. But could, could you could you you spend a lot of years creating painting and, and, and creating can can you tell the audience you know in in general what 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 you're trying to do uh with with your paintings and and how you go about uh making them sure um i'm trying to change lives ken no i'm <laughs> in a way that's really not that sounds facetious but that's really not uh, too far from the truth um i really do want to change you as a viewer uh, I want there to be what I'm trying to do with my paintings is um, create something that you won't forget when you leave the gallery. Uh, I do feel that a lot of art these days uh, and a lot of art in general, um, it's wall decoration and it's uh, it looks good on, you know, in a living room or something like that. And that's all well and good. Um, but I really above all th things, I want it to be uh, a memorable or some kind of um, experience that you don't forget once you are not looking at the painting anymore. Those are my favorite kind of paintings, ones that stick with you, get under your skin, make you think. And sometimes those aren't the pretty pictures. Sometimes they are. I'm not really good at pretty pictures. Uh, it just doesn't, it's not the kind of subject that I like to work with. Um, maybe someday that'll change because I sure know that I've seen pictures that you know they weren't they didn't have to be francisco goya to make me uh interested in it um but i just sort of lean toward that darker kind of stuff and uh, so that's the kind of that's the reason i make paintings the reason that, or the, that's the experience that i want the audience to have upon seeing my work which is uh stop look think about it maybe you might hate it maybe you love it but just don't but just feel something about it um, I think the worst, I always tell a lot of my students, um, you know, the worst compliment you, well, I guess you would, I don't even know if I call it a compliment, the, the worst comment that you can get on your painting is, that's nice. You know, that is just nothing. That's flatline. Uh, either that or a lot of times people go, mm, it's different. And it's just, uh, really, that's all, that's all it got, you know, that's all, that's as far as I got into your head, you know, that. I want something, you know, if, if it's just repulsion, okay, fine. If it's uh, laughter, great. 
you know, if it's if it's uh, immediate interest and followed up by tons of questions, that's even better. But um, a vase of flowers just doesn't do it for me. And um, even if it's really, really well painted, it just, um, especially these days when we're overloaded with images uh, coming from all sides, from the internet, from just uh, television and everywhere else, you know, you've got to, as an artist, you have an obligation, I think, to go a little, a little higher and better and, and do something that um, takes your art above all that stuff. And, um, and of course, engages the audience. The way I make paintings is just typical. Um, to uh, I'm a traditional oil painter, so I paint mostly on oil, on canvas, sometimes on board, usually in larger formats because I like attention. <laughs> I want to stand out from the other people in the gallery, but I have to say that there is a lot of uh, people that do small work that's just as powerful. I don't really care what size it is, just as long as it hits you. hits you in the in the you know uh, brain or in the heart or in the nerve endings yeah thank you thank you uh thank you gerald i um i'm a i'm a big fan of your your art and uh for 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 me for me um the, you know the provocation is uh is 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 helpful but the provocation for me as the viewer is is on the, on the basis of thought like you said um to kind of, I uh, to kind of you know crack crack your head a little bit. I'm really sympathetic uh, <laughs> to that. And then you know, for me, kind of my general outlook in, um, you know, my the the you know that I work I do in within labor or um, as an activist on on social issues is, I I, I really I really think it's so important for the disruption because if I if for me personally if I have a critique of of what is or how things are, the disruption is that is that crack. And um, uh -huh. you know, I, I that's when I look at your paintings, it's it's that crack, it's that agitation, it's that um, uh, you know, for you for, for your brain, a crack in there and saying, well, what is this juxtaposition? And and it pulls you in. And I, that's that's for me, that's for me the 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 big draw. So, um, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm right in tune as far as an audience with, <laughs> with what you're doing. Yes. Uh, there was a, um, uh, Ger yes. Gerald, um, uh, let's, let's move to the, let's move to the big, to the big question. We started to, we started to get into, you know, into, into, you know, your art and how you make it. And, and we're using that term. And I think one of the best questions that, that I love to hear from, from anybody who dedicates a good chunk of their time or maybe all of their time in, in, in thinking into art. But what, what is art? Yeah. Um, art, I, I, well, that's a huge question. And I mean, you can get a, a hundred uh, responses that are all accurate to me, you know, to me um, just saying, it, to me, art is something perfect. It's like um, the best analogy I can think of is um, a hydrogen atom. <laughs> as strange as that sounds, but if you take anything away from that atom, you know, a, a proton, a neutron, or an electron, it ceases to be hydrogen and becomes something else. And so it's an elemental thing, the art is. 
and it um, I'm good art you know there's and then you then it begs the question well then what you know what things can qualify as art and you know I've for a long time I would say like you know anything can be art you know you could be a really good plumber and you you know the plumbing that you do under somebody's sink can be an art form because you've done it so well and it's perfect and it's you know it's um you know uh, it's a work of art you know you get a good guy to cut your hair or a good person to to uh, work on your car or something like that they can be an artist you know it's like wow he just does such a great job or she does such a great job i don't know i'm thinking in i you know uh i don't look at plumbing and it doesn't it doesn't move me to think thoughts about the universe and and uh you know higher it doesn't take me to a higher place so maybe those things maybe should be kind of shifted over to the category of craft, craftsmanship. Uh, art to me is something that is uh, that um, is something greater than the sum of its parts. So there's a painting, a sculpture, a music, um, a play, a, a novel, and then there's you, and then you interact with the thing, with the art. So that's one plus one, but the answer isn't two, it's three, because it's you plus the art equals you and the art interacting, and also something else that comes naturally or just comes magically into your head, which is sort of your reaction to it. So it isn't just, it isn't just two things interacting. There's a third thing. There's there's sort of what it's doing to you, and if it, if a if a work of art does something to you, and you know you've had, I've had art that's changed my entire life. The, like talking about when I met um, my my high school art teacher, prior to really getting to know him, I I, I looked through a book of art, a art history book, and I saw a Salvador Dali painting, and like it, I mean that is a landmark moment in my life. I saw that Salvador Dali painting, and was and I knew that was what I wanted to do. And so there, you know, it was one plus one, me plus the Salvador Dali painting um, equals, didn't just equal the two things happening, it equaled this magic thing that happened in my brain. And so I'm hoping that when people look at my art, that there is sort of some kind of magic. I don't, that's kind of a, I don't know if that's the right term to, to use. It sounds kind of wonky, but something, there's a, a spark something that never existed before comes into uh, existence when you see and interact with really good art. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's, that's really, that's really powerful. And I think um, it, it is, I, I'm always fascinated by, you know, the, the, you know, the painting or the painter that somebody sees and, um, you know, uh, pulls into the artwork for me it wasn't um when i was much younger as in high school as well uh-huh. it wasn't um my doing art but it was my seeing my seeing art uh-huh. and um i studied uh velasquez uh-huh. um in 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 high school and had some introduction and then my se- my senior year in 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 high school i was able to travel to spain on on a trip and uh and and go to the Prado, and then and then wow. see Velasquez, and uh, you know sometimes as we try to describe this, or you try to describe it, what was happening, right? Uh-huh. Like what was going on as I stood in front of 
you know, that painting saw it live and then said, Whoa, there's something for me. It was, there's something much bigger to this world than, than I've encountered (laughs) before. It was that there was something much bigger and and profound. Yeah. Yeah. It comes from the best art for sure. So, uh, so, uh, Gerald, um, another question I have, which is a little bit of a constituent and for some folks it's, it's an origin origin question, uh, again, but, uh, yes. talking about influence of, of people and things, yes. um, what, 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 or who made you who you are? What made me what I am is, uh, I, that's probably the toughest one. Um, like I can't really put it on one person. I could say my parents made me who I am because they were my biggest influence from age one to 10 or something like that. And then there's all the instructors that I've, um, come across. And then, you know, I mean, the clash made me who I am. The Pink Floyd made me who I am. Salvador Dali made me who I am. Um, uh, Stanley Kubrick David Lynch made me who I am. These are all like just elements in the stew that got poured into me, into my head. And, you know, these are the things that I attached to. Um, these are the things that for some reason made me perk my ears up and say, no, that's something I want to look into a little more. There's been, you know, there was art and other influences that came to me as a youth and just passed through me. Like I just didn't get into certain things and um uh country west country and western music didn't stick with me (laughs) but punk did you know like that meant something to me and um like i wanted to look into that a little bit more and and um i was shaped you know really by music a lot um when i was young like i i really had gotten into really gotten into music i had no desire to become a musician although i did buy a guitar once in college, it went nowhere. All I could do was make it feedback, and and that you know, and I thought, well, that was cool. But then when it came to making notes and chords, no, nothing happened. So um, you know, I that was my brief stint as a as a musician. But music music really does influence me, and uh, it's influenced me from like an early early stage right till now. Like when I paint, I like to listen to music. Uh, music inspires me. Sometimes I even get ideas for paintings when I think when I hear music um but that can also happen with movies poetry T.S. Eliot made me who I am uh, Anne Sexton made me who I am Sylvia Plath made me who I am Ray Bradbury made me who I am <laughs> all the stuff just kind of came in to my brain and it's still coming in thank heavens I still have luckily at age 52 you know, you kind of have seen a lot and been around a lot. And um, there are fewer things now that really kind of make me perk my ears up, but they still come. And when they do, it's, it's a good feeling because it just, you just feel, you feel up to the times and you just feel like, "Mm, I I feel alive and part of this world. And thanks. And thanks. Thanks for that. Um, Yeah. I love, I love to hear the, um, the uh all the different influences that you know are back behind um what you create and and thanks 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 for uh for uh, for leading us 
thanks for leading us uh, uh, to you. I um I did encounter um your art and and basically as the way the as the way I think you wanted folks to encounter it. You, you notice it um and um like I said I I I, I think um your paint your paintings are in, just engaging and, and and disruptive in the way that you said and and made me think and uh, I encourage uh, I encourage everybody to check out the. Uh, Gerald's work uh, on the webpage or or Instagram and um, Gerald, I really wanted to to thank you for spending the time and coming on the show. I was I've been really excited and both before and throughout the show to kind of learn about the work that you do and, and your thinking uh, behind it. So, um, really wanted to thank you for coming on to the podcast. Take care, brother. This is something rather than nothing.